Hey there, my name is Vosh. I live stream on YouTube and Twitch, and sometimes I even upload the good bits. This is Previously Live. Vosh, your take on kink and pride was completely normal, and what you'd like to hear from anyone not currently online, it's weird how people act weird online about it. Let's talk about that. Somehow, kink at pride discourse in return. Kink and pride, why are people weird about it? Well, the truth is that people are weird about everything. Before I get into this, I want to remind all of you that this is a pro-homophobia space. We're very accepting of homophobia here. Uh, you know, uh, so don't let anything that I say, don't let that, don't let that detract from that fact, okay? So here's the issue, okay? And this happens time and time again, all right? Uh, this time it happened because of Shu. Last time it happened also because of Shu. Uh, basically, you have a, a little snippet of something associated with pride that we get to have discourse on. Is it or is it not inappropriate? Well, in this case, the appropriate or inappropriate thing that we're talking about is a little drag show that was done in a family-friendly event at a bar. Here's the purple lighting. You can tell it's a gay bar. Here's a person who's more flexible than most. That's how you can tell they're a drag queen. Phenomenal. And then you have them doing some sort of hobbit dance. I don't know. And then in the background, you have a sign that says, it's not going to lick itself. Scandalous. Now, the, the, natural, the natural procession of events took place, uh, as, as you can imagine. Um, basically, these photos circulated. Shu posted them with like 50k likes on Twitter, saying something to the effect of, why won't lefties admit that this is weird? Uh, and th and that's, that's, kind of, that's been the discourse from, from her perspective, right? Why won't lefties admit this is weird? Now, I, got in, I engaged with this a little bit last year. Oh, ice cream parlor? It's an ice cream parlor. There you go. It's not going to lick itself, see? So it's like ice cream innuendo, gay ice cream, as it were. Anyway, you know, we, we, we see this runabout pretty often. Shu, uh, you know, uh, we'll, we'll do it with this like, well, she's frustrated. The lefties won't acknowledge there's something weird here. And then conservatives see that and they all cream their pants because Shu is an effective vessel for political entryism to either side. Uh, depending on uh, which direction you're coming from. Chat, I see all of you with opinions right here. I know you're typing at me. I don't care about any of you. None of your opinions mean anything to me. You're worthless, okay? Listen, kink and pride? No, kink and chat. And the kink that we're exploring today is shutting the fuck up, okay? Shh. I'm talking. Thank you. Now, I engaged with this a little bit last year. There was a photo... Uh, a little girl who was like patting the head of some guy who was in full leather dog gear, you know, like a full pet play thing. Um, and people were like, oh, this is kink at pride. It turns out, I, I believe it was actually at the Folsom Street Fair, which is explicitly like a pro kink event. Like it's actually like a kink event, which means that the kid shouldn't have been there. You know, that that's like on the parents. In In retrospect, given the fact that it wasn't like a pride thing, and the guy in the dog leather outfit had every right to be there because the event was specifically, like, catered to people wearing weirdo degen freak stuff like that. I feel like, if anything, in addition to the kid should have, he should have not been there, I feel bad for the guy in the dog outfit. Because, like, imagine it from his perspective. He's got a big old stiffy. He's at his kink parade pride kink thing in his dog outfit. And then, like, he's just chilling there. And then a fucking kid walks up. Like, can you imagine how weird that would make you feel? Jesus fucking Christ, you know? Like, just like, like, oh my God. Imagine being at like some sick ass like BDSM club or whatever. 
Um, and you're like jamming, you're on Molly or whatever, whatever the, the cool kids do, you know, and then like some, someone bumps into you and it's a 12 year old, like instantly you bite on the cyanide capsule. Yeah. Like instantly. Yeah. And, and then someone takes a picture of it and you get used as like the lamppost for the corruption of children. And you were just sitting there, you know, whatever the case may be, the ultimate position that I have on all of this is that I don't really care because, um, the, the issue is, like, there's an implication that always gets done through where, like, a photo gets taken where the vibes are off. And because conservatives have so effectively, like, run the discourse in the direction of, uh, you know, like, LGBT people are groomers, pride events are for grooming, you know, all this is grooming. So any situation where the vibes are off, any condemnation of the vibes will be implicitly read as a endorsement of child grooming, you know? Like, because people will, people will do this thing where it's like, oh, drag queens are around kids or whatever. And like, first of all, like, okay, whatever. But then the implication, like, even if there's a photo that's a little weird, right? Like, maybe a drag queen, like, I don't, I don't know, like, is stuff like this a little weird? You know, personally, I do think it's a little weird to have, like, a drag event that's designed for families or kids. Because this feels like drag queens are gay culture. They just are. And it seems weird. To be like, all right, kids, now you're going to get the family-friendly version of it. But it's, like, weird in the most inconsequential way imaginable. You know what I mean? I just don't, I don't care. You know what I mean? But the, 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 the weirdness here, like, a lot of people will interpret any existent weirdness as, like, evidence of grooming. And that's the issue. Like, all the discourse is so amped the fuck up that it's like, oh, yeah, I don't know. I think, like, the whole, like, drag family thing is a little weird. Ah! Yeah, it's weird because they're grooming all the children. No, they're fucking not. Maybe, like, if there's some exceptional shit going on, I mean, maybe if you can prove it or find evidence, but, like, on the day-to-day, -day, like, you know, people are looking for anything. You can go to a boardwalk. Go to Venice Beach with a camera. You can find, like, 12 pictures to take of some shit that looks weird, you know? Like... Why won't why won't henna tattoo artists condemn the behavior at this like this uh, uh you know this this bungalow this this little like kiosk or whatever you know why what what's going on at Venice Beach and it's like some like homeless dude like hovering next to a kid and it looks kind of weird and if it was a video you would see like the kid just walks away and nothing happens but that's the thing about photos right you know photos can tell a story but they don't always tell the right one. And they leave a lot of room for interpretation, so, you know, conservatives run away with that shit. I want to relay a story. You, anyone who's been to Venice Beach knows what I'm talking about, right? If you've even been in public, in a big public setting, like, how often have you seen something that you're like, oh, that might have looked weird if I only saw it for one second, but didn't see the next following seconds where everything looked normal? This happens all the time. This is the nature of existing in, in public. It's, yeah. So... <laughs> anyway, I want to tell a story, okay? So, here's the thing. I do think sometimes some of the stuff that happens at Pride events is, like, a little bit, um... A little bit, um... I don't know, a little weird. The main issue that I have with it is, like, there's a lot of stuff... So, Pride events are absolutely queer culture. How could they not be? It's it's a Pride event, right? It's, you know, Pride festival, Pride get-togethers, Pride community events. Obviously, it's queer culture. If it's not that, then what is it, right? So, the thing is, historically... Pride and queer culture in general have been defined by a couple of things. Um, Anti-establishment values and sexuality. No getting around that. It's a pride festival. And, you know, it wasn't that long ago that pride festivals were all held essentially in deliberate antagonistic defiance of the cities in which they were contained. And the thing is, 
there's kind of an awkward bridging between highly sexual adult counterculture and family-friendly culture. That is a very difficult thing to bridge. You guys understand? You know, uh, a, a community events, cultures, sort of languages, attitudes, aesthetics that are developed with the idea that, like, it's a bunch of, like, you know, gays in the 1980s who are, like, fighting for their rights. That's not always the kind of shit that it would be like, yeah, here, bring your kids to. Now, a lot of this bridging has been done. I've been to Pride events. I've been to, I think, four, like, four years of my life I've made an actual effort to attend Pride events. And, look, most of these Pride events are family-friendly in, like, a hegemonically acceptable way, right? Like, Seriously. It's just, there's a bunch of booths, and there's some people. The most you're going to see is, like, some guy who's shirtless, and he's in, like, shorts. And it's like, okay. I mean, you can go to the beach and see that. Like, okay. <laughs> right, like, if that's the limit. I mean, if that's the limit right there, you know, whatever. And that's fine. The, the drag stuff weirds me out a little bit. Drag is not inherently sexual. But it often is. And even in instances where it's not sexual, there's nothing sexual inherently about doing the splits, by the way. If you think that's the case, you're a degenerate and there's something wrong with you. Doing splits is just a dance move, you know, like. But there's there's still like kind of a weird cultural uh, implication, a codifier that people will read into, especially still images, you know. So you see stuff like this and some people get a weird vibe. Because if you're not at all familiar with Pride events or how they take place or whatever, you can see something like this and think like, you know, oh, this is like some sexual dance that a guy dressed as a girl is doing to groom this young girl. Oh, this is a sexual innuendo that they're exposing children to in order to corrupt them into being homosexual or blah, blah. But it's like, no, it's not. This is an ice cream parlor. They just didn't cover up the ice cream parlor thing. And by the way, it's not going to lick itself is innuendo on the level of a age seven plus Disney Channel TV like animation. Okay. As in terms of how salacious an innuendo this is, this like this would fit on SpongeBob. Like, okay, sure. This is this is uh, this is like below average SpongeBob episode and well below Shrek. Okay. Like, yeah, okay. All right. Sure. You know, but like the conservative sees this. And they're like, ah, so this is the this is the the Pizzagate grooming cabal. And they see something like this, and they're like, you know, ah, some grooming. And no, it's not. It's just somebody in a outfit doing a little dance, you know? Do I think it's a little weird? Well, I think there are cultural implications that haven't been ironed out yet. Because again, when Pride has spent such a long time being thought of as like the aggressively sexual adult like protest thing. But I was telling you it's ice cream parts at a bar. They serve ice cream there, don't they? And it's adult bar but they have a kid event there so it's just a bar i don't think that i don't think that like the adult part of a building is like a like part of the zoning code i think it's just like what they're serving there that day but anyway you know a lot of this is just read in implication and um no they don't don't what it's just a bar there isn't any ice cream just a cocktail bar oh fine so it's just like regular innuendo wait what does this change okay so it's not ice cream innuendo it's just like regular innuendo I think we've been we've bumped up from slightly below SpongeBob to slightly above SpongeBob maybe. It doesn't really matter. The point that I'm getting at here is that the nature of taking photos of events like this and like um please look it up yourself. Well, they link the they link the bar. You can hold events at bars, you know. The point that I'm getting at and don't distract me with your with your in, uh, interjections here is that 
the way these photos get taken, the implications that we all hold, like culturally, about the nature of pride, along with years and years and years of conservative propagandistic framing, it's just regular sexual innuendo. Shoo. With respect, the problem here is that you can make an argument about harm being done if there's like an extrapolated this is a grooming thing, but on its own, a neon sign saying it's not going to lick itself. I cannot buy the argument that this is harmful to children uh, on, on its own. I, I, you know, I can't. The issue is that when conservatives see stuff like this, you know, what they're imagining in their head is that this is some kind of like constructed like grooming temple and you know like you don't see the like the grooming here is an innate component of these individual elements that have been assembled which are innocuous in their own i'm not saying that's a bad thing in general i'm just correcting the info okay well all right you whatever the case may be i want to relate this to something Let's do, a, let's do a story here, okay? And if you can avoid distracting me, and I'm saying this to Pigeon as well because I, I hear Pigeon screaming in the background, but I don't have the best uh, memory, so I might be constructing entire pieces of this story, you know, uh, from my imagination. But uh, I remember a couple years ago, there was some discourse that took place when a photo was uploaded to Facebook, and it was a photo of a black family that had a stripper over, and the stripper was brought to the household to celebrate the birthday of the younger son of the family, who was like 12. Does anyone remember this? I know I didn't make this up. I don't remember the details, but basically there was some, there was some discourse about how I do. Okay, some of you do. Okay, I didn't make this up entirely. Yeah. So there was some discourse about this, you know, and, uh, and I don't want to draw a full comparison here because actually hiring a stripper to like twerk in front of a 12 year old boy is infinitely more fucked up than anything I've ever heard of happening at Pride. I'm sure some bad shit's happened at Pride, but like, like far more, like several tiers above far, far, far worse. But there was a similar reaction and shoot, this is what I mean here. Okay. So naturally this, um, this drew the attention uh, of racists, right? Because the picture, like, the, the house was clearly in a poor area. Like, the house, the, the family was clearly poor. You know, the family was black. And it got caught up in this whole, oh, black people are ratchet. Black people are, you know, can't take care of kids, blah, blah, blah. And don't get me wrong, the contents of the photo were, were, were quite bad. But what I think was interesting was the way people reacted to the contents of that photo to defend against the racism, right? Now... In a purely rational sense, you can say something very simple. You can just say, well, sure, maybe the contents of this photo are bad, but uh, that doesn't reflect uh, negatively on black people, right? That's reasonable, right? I mean, that's like the rational thing to follow through with. The issue is that um, the, oh God, you're all arguing. I can only look at the arguments. How can I miss them? Would you be fine taking it to a burlesque show with cis women dancers? The exact same thing. All right, hold on. We'll, we'll, we'll get to the chat arguments in a moment. Let me finish the damn story. The point is, okay, that obviously racists were using this as a kind of wedge to attack black people, and people who didn't like that were trying to defend uh, against the idea that it was negatively rep representative of black people. But a consequence of that was that oftentimes people in the response, like, you know, the comment section, were kind of defending the photo by implication. And the reason they were doing that 
is because oftentimes the racists were elevating what was happening in the photo to like 11. You know what I mean? Like they were describing the contents of the photo like, you know, this young man's life is ruined because of this or like this is, he's probably being ruined by his family if they're subjecting him to this level of like inappropriate behavior. And don't get me wrong, inappropriate behavior, it certainly is. But obviously as racists, racists off do, they highly overstated the case. To, to make their point. And what people would do then is kind of defend it by implication, where they'd go like, okay, well, it's not that bad. And eventually the discourse wasn't even about the original photo. The discourse was about the people who were pro or anti, like hiring a stripper for a 12-year-old's birthday. But that was never what the discourse was about. And the issue is that's what happens here at the Pride Festivals, where you'll have a photo that has weird vibes, right? And then like, the, the cavalcade of conservative anti-trans, anti-gay people will storm in, and they'll be like, these bad vibes are indicative of grooming, and everyone here is a and they're all and all of this is exactly as bad as the worst interpretation multiplied by ten could suggest it is. And then, like, it's a natural response to look at that and want to go like, okay, well, it's not that bad, because objectively, it's not that bad. But here's the issue. An individual can engage in nuance, but a group can't. So one person can say, I think the vibes here were a little bit off, but like, I don't think there's any real harm going on. And I think that this is being widely overstated, but a hundred thousand people can't do that. A hundred thousand people can only have the aggregate opinion of being pro or anti any given thing. Does that make sense? The larger a, a discourse becomes, the more it can only be about being for or against a given thing. And often queer people are put in the unfortunate position in, in this like camp where it's like by saying that there's something wrong, even if, even if, and by the way, my only criticism here is that I just think it's a little off. That's it. I don't believe in any of the grooming bullshit here. Just like, I just think it's a little weird. I don't know. It's just seems a little bit weird. I don't like, I don't like modeling based anything with kids, you know, uh, dancing for kids, having kids be dancing. I don't like none of that. I just don't like any of that. You know, I just, I don't know. I feel like it's the wrong values to prioritize. Let people grow up and then they can fixate on what makes them and other people attractive, you know, and, and, and being, you know, drag is at least in large part about being attractive. It's not all pageantry. Obviously a lot of it is about beautification. I don't think through, can't really deny that. But again, this is just like a little weird thing. This again, I cannot stress this enough. Little weird. I get little weird vibes every fucking time I see large groups of people. I cannot leave my house without seeing groups of people doing something that I consider a little weird. But every pride, you know, something gets taken out from a pride festival and it becomes the center of discourse. And because the, the nature of like group discussions on these issues, it never stays as simple as, oh, I think the vibes are a bit off, but like otherwise it's not a big deal. It has to turn into this big for or against thing. And no matter how you slice that, you know, if you have people who are for weird vibes and the other side is like pro-trans genocide or whatever else, you know, I think that's a pretty easy line to fall down on. You're red as strawberries, you okay? Am I red as a strawberry? I haven't taken a breath in a while. <sighs> okay, there we go. Taking a, taking a deep breath. I'm just, I'm red in the face. I'm trying to ignore the discourse in chat. You distract me. Trying to keep a point together. Oh God, every single person, every discourser, every, every discursive element is in chat. God almighty. Okay, fine. No, sure. I'll engage. Okay. Like here's the issue. All right. Here, the problem, the problem with pride is that, uh, first of all, gay people are bad, but second of all, another important point, the second important point is that there is a difficult bridge to cross when it comes from how do we take subversive counterculture that's oriented around adult demonstrations of sexuality 
And how do you make like events adult, like family friendly, like kid friendly or whatever? Hold on. Chu says, okay, but real question, when are we allowed to call out weird shit like this? Reactionaries will always exist. Do we just ignore this? With respect, Shu, the consequence of ignoring this is nil because nothing real is happening here. You're getting a weird vibe from a situation, which I get every time I leave the house. I can't go to Applebee's without getting weird vibes. You're not like calling direct attention to a meaningful cultural issue. Like this is just like the the weird like flex, like like growing pains of a cultural element that up until very recently was completely precluded from acceptance with children and now is beginning to be more accepted. This is what happens when 10 years ago, no children's programming could even mention gay people. And now you have like Disney show cartoons that have gay main characters. And that's a good thing. It's a good thing that we're bridging that gap, but it's going to lead to some weirdness, right? Because now all the people, all the adults who grew up with traditional pride are like, oh yeah, well now kids are getting involved in this stuff, like hegemonically, like it's acceptable in, in, in television programming to have this. And then it's like, well, how do we, how do we integrate, how do, how do we make pride, you know, and don't get me wrong, there can be negative outcomes and externalities here. There are some things that I really don't like, like the child drag queen thing, I really hate that. I actively, actively, actively dislike that. But criticisms of stuff like that always have to be proportioned to the severity of the incident. And when we're dealing with like this, this crazy fucking anti-gay like propaganda wave right now, you know, it's, it's especially important to be careful. But shoot, with respect, you get indignant when you're told to be careful because people telling you to be careful, you read as silence, you know, cisgender person, do not unveil do, do do not look, do not see, do not tell, you know, and, and you you interpret it, I, I think, as, as like, a, you know, like put it under the rug kind of deal. What I really think is just like it's you have to accept that some friction here is inevitable. And depending on how it's handled, it can be really destructive. And that's the concern. Right. But she was a point to normies. This looks like grooming. You have to understand that to no first of all, to normies is kind of a broad stretch here to conservatives. Everything queer people do does looks like grooming. They're literally calling people groomers for acknowledging the existence of gay and trans people in like schools. This the idea that like this is going to be blown over by appealing to some sort of like hyper restrictive hegemonic norm is just not the case. What we need to do is exercise discipline as a community. Are there weird people in the leftist community who will like jump on any conversation in the subject to explain how kink at pride isn't bad because children do kink too? Yes, because there are weirdos in every single community on earth. But I don't think we should then blow up that minority of a minority of a community into being representative of like the the evidence of the grooming or whatever. Shu, with respect, they've been doing that for decades. Shu says all the GOP has to do is show stuff like this on ads and it's over. Shu, that you will never win in that direction, ever. You will never win. Rem like, Shu, if the GOP gets more reactionary than they are, your little video bit of you yelling that all the straights are arrested with the bi flag, remember? You're like running around with the bi flag and you have the bullhorn and you're yelling about how the straights, it's illegal to be straight. Like, they'll get that too. Literally. That you're only your your head and nose above the water shoe, but like they're insane. You can't win this by going like, all right, all gay people on earth, just make sure to never do anything that could ever look weird, no matter how badly people misinterpret it. And they'll and they'll 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 not have anything to get you with. If people want to frame like queer people as groomers, they'll continue to do so no matter what. 
How do you think the Nazis framed Jews back in the in the day? Well, they've been framing like gay people as groomers for ages before mass media even existed in the way that it did now. How do you think they did that back in the 50s? They don't really need evidence, do they? Yeah, no, radical reviewer, I don't want to make this about assimilationism. I just want to make this about like proportional addressing because I know where Shu is at because I literally did this last year where it's like you have people who are acting crazy weird no shoot don't get me wrong the vibes are weird but vibes will always be weird everywhere and we choose when to blow it up right because i remember last year the thing that really got me last year it wasn't the kink at pride stuff itself it was the way people on twitter treated it because man there were some people on twitter some lefties you people are psychotic okay we're like and uh, listen okay whatever your reaction to kink at pride the discourse is an appropriate reaction is not saying, well, that's okay because kids are also into kink. I don't care. Listen, yeah, I know. When I was 15 years old, I was doing kinky shit, okay? Ph phenomenal. I know. Shut up. You have no idea what you look like. Please shut up. I don't care. You can, Well, technically, you know, children, I don't care. It doesn't matter. It's not real. Shut up. <laughs> we don't, nobody cares. Shut up forever. Um, there's no value whatsoever that you're adding to any of this. Nobody... No, no, shoot, I saw that too, and I got really angry at these people. And don't get me wrong, a lot of these people, I think, legitimately are creepos, as is the case in any, you know, left, right, whatever. But I think a lot of them just see, like, I think a lot of them just see, like, the writing on the wall, and they they just do the same, like, grug-brained, like, either pro or anti-attitude that a lot of people have when it comes to, like, a big issue they care about, you know? Like, you know how people, some people will defend Hillary Clinton to, to like, every single thing she's ever done because she was better than Trump? You know what I mean? Like, Hillary Clinton, like, there were people who would defend Hillary no matter what, because, like, because Trump was worse, and, like, that's it, and it's, like, a one-to-one -one thing, and I think a lot of people are just like that by default, unfortunately. So there are people who, when they think in their head, they're like, okay, well, I don't think kink and pride is a big issue, so they'll adopt any defense, you know, no matter how fucking stupid it is. You get what I'm talking about? Like, just in their head, it's like a fucking pachinko machine, and the balls are dropping down the pegs, and they're like, uh, what, what's my defense gonna be? Uh, oh, yeah, kids can do kink too. It's, oh, yeah, whatever. I don't think it's motivated by a desire to excuse or permit or enable child abuse. I think it's motivated by a desire to keep people from overstating the case when it comes to the harm done by, like, the, the kid kink and pride whatever stuff, you know? And that's the main reason why I've moved off of it. I still think there's, like, some weird stuff there, but I think the weird stuff doesn't have to do with predation. It has to do with a cultural mismatch, and that's very, very different, right? So, like, to give you, like, to give you another example, let me, let me think of another example, okay? There are, like, f***ing tribes around the world where chicks just have their tits out, right? Like, that'd be considered inappropriate, like, hey, let's all go to this festival, or, well, um, New Orleans, right? The, um, the, uh, 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 Mardi Gras, Mardi Gras festival, chicks get their, well, I, I think culturally they get their tits out, but, like, I don't know if it even happens because it's also touristy anymore, yeah, in the French Quarter, or whatever, but, um, but, you know, uh, but, but in theory, right, and you're supposed to have your kids in bed by then, but, like, imagine if you went off Imagine if you went to some, like, I don't know, I'm, this is, like, super dumb, but some, like, undiscovered tribe or whatever, and, like, there were people in the tribe who were walking around naked, but you're, like, a group of Europeans, and there were, like, photos taken of, like, a 10-year-old, like, French girl standing next to, like, a naked 42-year-old tribesman or something, you know? 
And in the context of that interaction, and I'm exaggerating this right now for the greatest possible degree of contrast to make very clear the point that I'm trying to illustrate, the contrast there, the point, is that all the weirdness of that photo would be 100% down to cultural differences and not towards predation. Nothing in that photo would imply anything about the tribesmen, like, b b grooming the chick. That the guy just walks around naked. That's just what, it, he's just chilling. You know what I mean? Does, does this make sense? I'm trying to amp up this distinction as much as possible, where I'm trying to demonstrate that the, 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 what we're looking at there, all the weirdness, is a product of cultural differences as opposed to predation. And that's a huge, huge, huge deal. Because what conservatives will say when they see shit like this is that it's predation. Oh no, it's not just decades of mostly adult-oriented pride, aesthetic, and cultural paraphernalia clashing now with the fact that only in recent years have children even been considered and, like, capable of being accepted as gay or trans. No, this must be some, like, effort to groom children. Well, of course that's ridiculous. Of course it's not. But if you accept it as a cultural mismatch, then all of a sudden all this makes way more sense, doesn't it? Right? Yeah, and in Europe, like in Europe, right? In Europe, nude beaches are more common. There are some nude beaches in America. The point that I'm getting at here is like, like I, I just, I need it to be understood clearly that there's a huge difference between the vibes being off due to predation and the vibes being off due to cultural differences. You know what I mean? And there's such, there's so, it's so different there. So for example, okay, one area where you can see the opposite effect is at purity balls. Purity balls, which are when a dad will take a daughter to a ball to pledge her virginity till marriage on his honor, basically. You know, uh, like, right. Now, if you take a photo at a purity ball, right, what you're going to see is a bunch of people, you know, adult men and teenage girls standing around in, like, uh, suits and dresses. Depending on how the photo was taken, there might not be anything weird looking. Like, if it's just, like, one guy and his daughter, it could be like, oh, it's like a guy and his daughter. I don't know. Like, well, maybe they're, maybe they're going to a wedding or something. But the actual content of a purity ball is super grooming. It's not just grooming, okay? It's mega grooming. You're going to a goddamn car wash with the grooming that's going on at a purity ball, all right? They're, listen, it's, uh, it's just a herd of cats licking your arm, all right? They're, they're grooming the hell out of you. Weirdo shit. But depending on how the photo is framed, it could just look like a guy and his daughter together in formal wear, and that's not inherently sinister at all. They could be going to just like a formal event or even a nice restaurant, you know? Could be going to a friend's wedding. The vibes don't always correspond to the actual threat level, you know? And to my knowledge, we still don't have any evidence of any, like, grooming ring being uncovered related to a Pride event. Don't get me wrong. There are millions of queer people in the U.S. I am sure that some of them are groomers in the same way that there are millions of straight and cis people in the U.S. I'm sure some of them are groomers. Like, that's just a math game. But in terms of there being a systemic issue here, I just haven't seen it. So blowing this up, like turning it into this discourse just seems... By the way, purity balls actually increase risk of teen pregnancy and risk of STI. That's not surprising to me because they're probably paired with abstinence-only education. They don't want daddy's little girl knowing what, like, a clitoris is or something. So she gets fucking raw-dogged and gets AIDS or something. Yeah, but do you all understand where I'm coming from here? I think I think it's just, it's important to understand the nature of the weird vibes. And weird vibes, there are plenty. You know, I've been to uh, West Hollywood Pride, or like, uh, yeah, the, the, the Pride Parade. And, and by the way, the Halloween Parade at West Hollywood is also a Pride Parade. On a, in Halloween time, when you go to West, uh, West Hollywood, you, do you guys know that I was on the, the, the front page of the, the Los Angeles Times once? You know that? No, 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 it's true. I'm not joking. 
Uh, West Hollywood Halloween Parade. Yeah, just so happened the cover photo they chose for that year's Halloween Parade. It featured a friend of mine, but I was right there behind him. The only other person in the shot who was distinguishable. Let me see if I can find the plot thickens. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. So this would have been... What year would this have been? Who knows? Who can keep track, huh? New Vosh lore? Oh, of course. Was this before or after you started streaming? This was way before. Hold your horses, my friend. This was a long time before. Just a moment. This was, um, I don't remember what year this was. Look, this was the cover of the uh, LA Times uh, West Hollywood Halloween Parade, where a friend of mine was dressed as Thor in the front, and I'm right behind him in the shades. You've shown this before? Have I shown this before? Okay, well then, how, then why weren't you telling chat that it's real? Was I dressed as Vosh? I'm always dressed as Vosh. Yeah, Ver well, you know Vermin. You look good, though? Thank you, I always look good. It's a, just sort of a radiant component of my, my uh, excellent personality. Thank you. Um, anyway, I just wanted to prove, at this point, I just wanted to prove that it wasn't fake. Is there a way to responsibly talk about the bad vibes? Yeah, I, I guess there is, because I feel like I do. I just feel like it's such an insignificant issue, right? But the problem, shoe is like a lot of people on the left consider this to be like really far down the list. But then you, you like, and, and, and you get a huge amount of conservative attention when you do this. And you show up and you're like, when are they going to answer for this disgusting shit? And it's like some pretty mild and inoffensive stuff. And it's like, you know, like, I, like how, how, do, how do you expect lefties to engage with that, you know? Because a full denunciation from them would imply that your level of implied condemnation was warranted, but they don't feel that way. So at the end of the day, the issue is it's not a matter, it's not a matter of whether or not the vibes are weird. The vibes are often weird. The, the vibes are often weird everywhere. Maybe there are slightly disproportionate levels of weird vibes in a variety of places, but I genuinely feel like if you go to any like major event, I, f I really feel like if you go to your average pride event and you try to like distance yourself from any of the cultural signifiers that conservatives will, will like claim is related to grooming, you're going to find about as much weird stuff with kids as you would at like Disneyland, you know? You know how people like are weird about um, mascot costumes? Imagine if conservatives has spent, had spent the past 50 years disseminating propaganda about how everyone who um, wears a like a, like a, 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 like a mannequin costume, you know, like a, a mascot outfit, like Goofy or whatever, like, they're all groomers and predators. Funnily, uh, they're actually trying, you know. Um, the Daily Wire did a little piece where they talked about how now that Disney, like, isn't supporting the politicians that support the Don't Say Gay Bill, um, they're talking about how Disney is full of groomers or whatever. Imagine if 50 years was spent on, like, the idea that people wearing those outfits were, like, secretly child groomers. You'd probably see photos of, like, from Disneyland that look pretty weird, right? Like, there would be, like, little girls hugging the legs of like mickey mouse or there'd be like people in the outfits picking up the little kids and we see those photos today and they're considered normal but with all those cultural preconceptions you look at it and you're like oh that's pretty weird you know maybe they should stay away from kids and it's like well but but you know it's the cultural preconceptions here are doing the work you know they already do that with furries furries should stay away from kids you're all degenerate shut up don't try to make this about you Team brought up a cultural example of belly dancers at Persian restaurants that I thought was apt. Yeah, um, belly dancers are done like in front of full families, and they're usually like pretty underdressed by our standards. Um, Santas, 
Santas at malls. Like, people make jokes about mall Santas being creepy with, like, the kid on the lap thing, but people don't actually take photos and, like, do culture war, uh, like, um, you know, fear-mongering over it, right? Like, you don't see giant viral posts and videos about how, like, this photo of a kid on a lap in which nothing out of the ordinary is going on, they look at that and they're like, ah, this is a big grooming thing, right? This is what I mean. The vibes might be off, but the vibes are off everywhere. The only reason vibes being off translates into child predation for photos like this is because of uh, uh, conservative propaganda. That's my argument. Do you get me? Does everyone get me? Can I stop? Can I stop repeating myself now? You get me? The vibes are off in lots of places. But oftentimes, that's just because of weird cultural artifacts, or just like some general weirdness. Sometimes photos capture stuff at awkward moments. Like in this case, no, no child is getting groomed by the it's not going to lick itself sign, because this is normally an adult bar that was cleared out for an event that was meant to be family friendly. I'm sorry, like no kid's going to be hurt by this. A Spongebob episode will hurt them more than this, you know? But then you take a look at this, and it's like, ah, well, you've got this, and you've got this, and you've got this, and ah, grooming. And it's like, well, no, you know, not really. Um, that's my point. And I can't, like, super harshly condemn Shu for this, because I did literally the same thing last year over, like, the exact same issue. So, this isn't an denunciation thing. It's only, like, this is the reason why I have the feelings towards this that I, um, that I do now. This is why my attitude has changed. Does that make sense? Okay, sure. Great. Happy to hear that. Bro, look at these jokes for these old girls. Oh yeah. Uh, well, again, like I said, a lot of it is signifiers, right? You can look at you can look at children's cartoons and find plenty of weird stuff. Remember that fingerprints joke from Animaniacs? Nobody treats that like it's child grooming, but they literally make a joke about fingering the asshole of a known male celebrity to an in-character kid in a kid show, and nobody ever looks at that as anything other than like funny writing. I don't think any actual children have been groomed as a result of that particular joke. In fact, I bet you that list is going to be shown in here. Or is this only um, Rock? Oh, no, this is just Rocco's Modern Life. Okay, yeah. Jack all you want. Choky chicken. It's just all masturbation jokes? Why don't you just jump on our doggy-style bull ride? Everyone get on their hands and knees? I, like, really, if this, if, if everyone here had, like, a pride flag outfit or whatever, like, this shit would be called, like, groomer tear jokes. I don't know. I don't know. Whatever. The fingerprints joke from Elden Ring. Yeah, that one's super cute. I maintain that this is more this is more directly sexual than like anything. Dust for prints. I found prints. Like, see, get it? The musician prints. No, no, no. Fingerprints. I don't think so. Get it? And then she tosses him away. No, this wait, this misses a point of the joke. This misses a beat. Hold on. After he says fingerprints, Prince smiles at the girl that's holding him. See? Now, again, you can look at the, he's disappointed when she's not going to finger his asshole. But, like, literally, I have never in my life seen this joke ever been presented as anything other than clever writing. I have never, ever seen anyone say this was an attempt at grooming children. Right? But, like, if, if a joke like that or anything with that level of innuendo was presented in a show that had queer... I was about to say undertones, and then I was going to say Steven Universe, but that would be queer overtones. Like, th like this would be like, the show would get nuked, you know what I mean? Like, like it, it would be, like, I, I have a feeling it would be brought up at, like, a congressional hearing. So, uh, yeah, so much of 
what we consider to be inappropriate as opposed to like vacuous and wild comes down to how much fucking conservative propaganda juice we've been drinking. Yeah, okay. Especially since, once again, like, the big places where children um, are sexually abused are in the church and in the home. Those are the two places, like, the main places where that happens, and conservatives don't want you looking in either of those places. Um, children are less likely to be sexually abused if they have good sex ed, which conservatives don't want. You know, like, they, like, e like everything, they're anti-Me Too, so they don't want people speaking out. Like, conservatives are looking to maximize every factor that leads to children being abused, and then they, like, they want you to look at a photo like this and go, like, ah, yes, this is the cultural decay that's, like, threatening children. Like, no. This has nothing to do with children. It's about you hating queer people. Let's not pretend. All right. Okay. All right. This has been going on for an hour. Let it be over. I didn't even mean for it to go that long. I just didn't expect people in chat to start arguing. And I didn't expect to not be able to find...